Hello, and welcome back to the Christmas of a Lifetime. I'm your host, Jacob Osterman, and not with me today is my brother, Jesse Austin Brenneman. Much like a certain country music star stranded in a small Tennessee mountain town, my brother is unavailable this week for his big show. So instead, I would like to present to you all the unabridged recording of Snow Power is Go Power, my brother's long-winded attempt to understand Kevin Portillo's cryo-energy mathematics from Christmas Reservations. Tune in next week for Every Day is Christmas. Merry Christmas to you all. Jacob, we can now move to our New Year's resolutions. We hear Old right, Lang Syne so... playing. We know that some friends will be forgotten. But in this segment, what we do is we pick one question from our Christmas confusions. And we say, how would we tweak the movie in order to resolve this confusing plot point? And Jacob, allow me... To fix the snow power is go power for you. Please, Jesse, I had so many questions about snow power is go power. I love that it rhymed. I think that that's a critical part. That's how all engineering starts, Jacob. It starts with a rhyme. That's right. Uh, but I just, I can't, I can't wrap my head around the snow power actually being go power. Okay, Jacob. Well, you mentioned the paper, the engineering sketch, and some, some back of the envelope calculations. And actually, it's a first principles derivation that he's doing here on the sketch. So I, f I, froze, I froze the frame there, Jacob, and I was able to copy it down. Okay, and I've this done... Is, this is what took you the 11, 11 pages of notes. In <laughs> this is uh, six of my pages. <laughs> and I was able to write this down. And so, Jacob, what, what Kevin is doing here, what Kevin Portillo has done in, in coming up with snow-driven turbines is to relate the electrical power produced in this case, denoted by P. And this is going to be hard to do in an auditory form, so please freeze the frame at that point, be able to follow along at home. And he relates it to R times A times N sub E minus X tau, a, a different tau for some reason, maybe it's tau sub tau, divided by tau plus tau sub U, and that quantity squared. Okay? And helpfully... What is great about this first principles derivation that Kevin has done is he's actually written out what these different things mean. And so you can see it if you freeze it at multiple points because it goes in and out of focus a little bit. So it turns out that, uh, of course, P is electrical power. That's something that we all know. You know, our listeners may not know, but I am actually a mechanical engineering professor and I teach engineering design. So this is right in my wheelhouse. We're designing a new system here for power. <laughs> Um, and then we want to look at its microgrid, of course. Uh, I've actually participated in several conferences on microgrid optimization. So really, really speaking to me here with this another personal connection to Kevin Portillo and Christmas Reservations. So what you're going to see here, he's written that N sub E. So R, which has an X next to it. I'm not sure what X is here. That's not That may be the number of panels. Um, it's not clear from the sketch. You can't tell. S snow panels. Number of snow panels. Snow panels. Yeah. R is the electrical resistance of the snow panel okay. times X uh, times the quantity panels. A times X, where A is the area of the snow panel. N sub E is okay. the number of electrons per flake 
So number of electrons per snowflake, Jacob. Okay, and then, you know, looking at tau, tau sub t is the number of flakes per unit area and time. Okay. And then tau sub u is the amount of snow falling on the panel. Now, I'm going to give Kevin Portillo the benefit of the doubt here and say that he was quickly writing this first principles derivation out. Because if you do okay. the unit analysis, Jacob, and let's assume that the snow panels are able to capture the current, you know, capture the the electrons and actually have the electrons move, excite electrons in the snow panel itself in the same way that photovoltaic panels are able to take incident light and then have excitation yep. of the electrons and generate a current that way. So, so if we assume that, we know that actually current is the number of electrons passing a particular point at a moment in time. And so what we can do are coulombs, if you will, which is, you know, electrons per second. So we do number of electrons per flake times the number of flakes per area times time per area per time. So we need to multiply by the area. That's why we had the area times the number of panels. And then we're going to actually, because we're dividing by time and that's a rate, we now have number of electrons per flake. We're multiplying by the number of flakes per unit area per time. And therefore, the flakes dimension is going to cancel out. And so you're going to be left with number of electrons per time, which is current. Now, you should not have the minus there. Okay, the tau over tau u, that doesn't make any sense. The tau u should be in the numerator. But Jacob, electrical power is the resistance times current squared. And that is why that whole quantity is squared. And that was actually correct. So I think if you make a few small changes to this... And assuming that you do have something called the snow panel, which can, in some mechanism, which I do not know, I'm not that great at material material science, uh, capture the electrons from the snowflakes. And you are able, here's the other thing, each snowflake is unique. I don't know if they have a different number of electrons. That might be stochastic. We might need to look at some distributions here. I don't know. But if you are able to calculate this, I believe at the end of the day, snow power is go power, Jacob. And just to back myself up, I went on Google Scholar and looked up snow-driven turbines. And it turns out, it turns out that there is some great work being done on visualizing airflow around giant wind turbines using snow. So they go out during snowstorms and are able to measure the vortices and stuff of the turbine using snow. Now, it's not being powered by the snow. It's a little bit of a difference. There is no Jesse, actually snow-driven I'm, turbines. I'm, but. I'm Jesse. I'm I'm just I'm looking at some numbers here yeah. on our on my screen. We've lost all of our listeners. <laughs> I don't know what happened. We've just we've just all all of our subscribers have canceled their subscription to our podcast. Jacob, we are at zero Jacob, listeners right now. Jacob, my point here is that Kevin Portillo, with a few small changes, <laughs> could have cracked it, and he could have invented <laughs> snow fusion. So that's all I'm saying. All right, is that Val Kilmer in The Saint is going to show up, put together his, you know, get those pieces, rearrange them, and we are going to solve the Cold War with oh Snow God. Power. So Snow Power is Go Power, Jacob. Snow, That's snow my is resolution. My resolution is simply move Tau sub U up to the numerator, uh, get rid of the second X and the minus sign, and I think uh, we will have solved that plot point. And there you go. If if you're listening to us still, thank you. And <laughs> I'm sorry. That won't happen again, I promise. <laughs> I will I will do everything I can <laughs> to make sure that my brother never reads out another electrical engineering equation. <laughs> we could maybe we could edit it to be read at two times speed, maybe two and a half. <laughs> so if you're listening that I something. You know, we should put in a little thing well, there where we say at the beginning, okay, for this next part, 
Please listen to it at 2.5 speed. <laughs> thank you for thank you for doing the work there, Jesse, for putting in the hours of work. I know you have two small kids. You have a lot of deadlines at your own job. It was important to do. Uh, I needed to find out whether Snow Power was actually Go Power. So there we of go. Of course. <laughs>